0: Mana, 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 This is Social discasting. Welcome to Social Discasting a podcast where my guest and I discuss our lives miss the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves. I am Brandon, aka Ben Turnsman. Hope you're well. My guest needs no introduction, which is great because I don't have one written. <gasps> but she is mysterious and enigmatic, and her name is Velvet Loop.
1: Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how are you?
1: I am doing pretty well, actually. Yeah, that's yes, good. Yes, I am Velvet Loop. I am up here in Maine.
0: Yes, how are you and where are you? Maine!
1: Yes, I am enjoying, I guess, living in the great state of Maine. I'm doing pretty well on the tail end of my period. And shout out to all the period havers out there. Solidarity. You can do this. <laughs> you can do this. So yeah, I'm on an upswing. I'm ready to do things and just take life by the horn at this point.
0: Hell yeah. My intro is almost so Maine. But what is Maine like? I've never been.
1: Maine is it's like everywhere else in the U.S. except 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> there's an accent for sure. It's kind of expensive for no reason. There's a lot to it besides the coast. But a lot of that is just mountains and empty roads and stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of woods. We've got pine trees. We've got allegedly moose, but I'll tell you, I've never seen one. And until I actually see one, I believe it is a giant conspiracy that everyone else is in on to get me, even though I tell people that and they send me links to like, here, you can go see a moose in person at this moose recovery facility. And I'm like, bullshit. You sent me that link. So
0: I have a zoo here and there aren't indigenous tigers. So (laughs) that does not hold water. But I will say that with a moose, I would rather just take their word for it than encounter a moose in the Mm -hmm. wild. Thank you.
1: The cat Absolutely. I have a small fear of perhaps that might happen. One time I was kayaking by myself up a river, put my boat in the, in the water and I get out, get around a corner just away from the road where nobody can see me. And I hear this giant crack and uh, I start shitting my pants like, okay, a moose is in the water with me and it's going to charge me and I'm going to drown and be trampled to death. And I sat there pooping in the kayak and a giant, giant owl comes swooping from behind me and goes silently into the woods in front of me. And I was like, oh, Okay, let's keep going. Of course, I have no energy. My arms are spaghetti. I conquered death in that moment, but yeah,
0: you have poop-filled pants. So yeah, yeah, it's you a lot of
1: little dip in the water, might you know? <laughs> yeah, you
0: so. got a nice parting gift, which is the future with a new pair of pants. In theory, <sighs> buying them because I think my poopy owl pants might be done for. But is it true? This is a rumor. Is it true that in Maine? Every month is Lobster Fest. Ugh.
1: I think there definitely are lobster people here. Yeah. Because there's definitely a lot of lobstermen and a lot of lobster restaurants. That's a thing. There's a lot of restaurants here. There's not a ton of like you know skate parks and outdoor activity kind of things. They're like we have mountains. Go there. And so yeah. So there are restaurants. I think we have the second most restaurants per capita outside of San Francisco. Perhaps. Oh wow. Was a fact that I had heard.
0: That's a weird one and two. Well, of San Francisco. Oh okay. And then Maine, you're like what? Yes,
1: Portland in particular, Portland, to be okay. fair, where everything that is a thing is there. So
0: Is Portland like the Portland, Oregon of Maine?
1: We are sister cities. There is, like, a big cement anchor or something like that that proclaims that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's that city. I have no idea. I've not been to Portland, Oregon, but if it's anything like Portlandia, then, like, a little bit the same, yes. But uh, getting down to Portland at this point, I think, would be a bit of a challenge that I'm not up for. So everything up here is shut down, like most of the other places, I do believe, and um, I don't know. It feels kind of the same as before, but a little different. I mean, I hear kids outside all the time now, which is wonderful, because... Uh, we're finally getting some nice weather and some springtime, and sure. up here in the Arctic Circle, it is uh, short. It's too short, so I feel like it's going to hit seventy degrees, and then we're going to have to put the plastic on the windows and get ready again. So yeah. the older I get, the more I'm like, you know what? This is kind of fucking bullshit. <laughs> what is happening?
0: So is but, it? Is there? Is the the color outside generally? Is it like gray? right now yeah no or just yeah i mean i just don't know what the air quotes like normal general average temperature type situation the weather is like up there is my question i guess
1: Um, the weather just dropped about 10 degrees and a huge cloud came over. Um, it looks like it's about to thunderstorm and that would be wonderful because that is one of my most favorite things. This weather right now in particular is actually my favorite because it is gray and cloudy and nothing in particular has a shadow that you could particularly put your finger on. So I... I don't have any depth perception. I have a I have a lazy eye, and I have double vision. Mm-hmm. So if there's, like, one less thing to look at, I'm like, okay, I get it. I feel this. I feel it. Hell yeah. Thank and, you. Yeah, it's everything's not- got a shadow, so... Shout out to shadows also. Please leave.
0: Shadow, shout out.
1: But yeah, we have weather up here. I mean, it was fucking cold a lot. And then in the summertime, it's hot. And I have been to other parts of the country. And outside of New England, it does seem like everything is very flat and very samey. I mm-hmm. didn't spend enough time to make a call on the weather in those places. But well, a lot of these places are a bit older. And uh, that causes heat to leak in the winter time and it's like i don't know i don't know why people live here i don't it is beautiful but i get the snowbirds and i get this point (laughs) i'm not even old people i am not even old
0: (gasps) (laughs) i do think though that like maybe because maine is just a place that less people generally go to the photos we get from maine are always just majestic Mm. and beautiful and whoever is responsible for like the tourism board they seem to do a really good job Mm
1: hmm Yeah, we thrive on tourism. I guess that's a thing. One of the first things that I learned when I moved up here, because I'm not originally from here, but I have regenerated my bones twice in Maine. So I think I'm from here now, people. You can stop calling me a transplant.
0: <laughs> what do they call people that are from Maine? Mainanites? What do they call them? Mainers. Really? Mainers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mainers. Okay. It just sounds like I have an accent when I say it now. Mainers. Yes.
1: Yes, it's like flipping the little tassel on your cap when you get to say it, and it's like graduating your your Uh, manor. Yeah, when you
0: get to say it in a non like mocking way, yeah, that's when you've graduated to actually being a manor. Please explain to me what you do for a living because it's cool as shit.
1: I previously was a pattern maker. For anybody who's sewn anything, I make patterns, but not for clothing. I make patterns for gigantic metal structures. So things like the MTV VMAs in 2010, if you look up that plus stage, those giant white petals and all of the things that appear white and they change with lights. I make those so like stages, all sorts of shit. My stuff has been all over the place. If you live in the US, you have probably seen something that I've made or had a part in and anything from the Patriots opening game a couple of years ago when they wheeled out those gigantic silver Lombardi trophies that were like 10 feet tall. I had a hand in that. If you happen to be Angelina Jolie and you remember going to that world financial thing, I made the leaf that was the little canopy up at the top. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So if you, I mean, even even if you're just like some Eli Hodap type person who actually gets to go to trade shows and you've ever seen like the Sega booth or the NVIDIA booth or, you know names and names and names. Yeah. I've done those.
0: <laughs> That's so a cool. lot. <laughs> That's really so cool.
1: My job itself is really working within a confined set of data. I know I need to use this method to get this end result. Um, okay. So there's not a ton of creativity. I'm not the person who's like, this is what it should be in size or shape. I'm not picking colors. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally the translation from the customer wants this, and these people need these instructions to get it done. So okay. I, it's you know, make a little pattern. Um, make, just I make a little pattern, you know, and. So- <laughs>
0: So to your point, like, there's not a ton of artistic interpretation on your... Yes,
1: it. yeah, it's very technical, very... Okay, so I'll make a pattern, and that will be a series of pieces of cloth that need to get cut out, and that information will get transformed into a DXF file output and get used by the cutting room to literally put it into a machine, and it rolls out, and they roll out the fabric, and it cuts all of this stuff. So it's literally technical stuff, like machine information for the machine to run, but then also human instructions on, like, here. There's literally a picture of all these shapes on a page, but they're actually like 50 feet long. And then you need to find this little tiny A over here and match it to this other thing that's also 50 feet long, but only six inches wide, right where that is. But you can't do it the other way because there's this one little tiny notch that you need to attach this other thing to, and if it's not there, you're going to be so lost. So (laughs) it's just giving instructions without actually talking to anybody, which is probably perfect because I I wouldn't let them go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) but before this though you were in film school for a short time right yes i'm a huge film head but yeah i love movies and what type of movies were you wanting to make
1: i wanted to get into radio ha ha (laughs) and I didn't have a firm grasp of being in command of my own life at that point. Um, mm. I thought that going to school was in command of my life, but really, there's a lot of choices to make once you're there. And they were giving me all this information that was not what I had signed up for. But instead of being like, hey, somebody, I need to talk to you, I just went with it. So I ended up going to all these classes that were for the basics of film. And mm. it was all television and film history. And it was very fascinating and whatever. But it, literally, we watched TV in every single class. And I I grew up without TV. I'm not a huge film buff. I did work at Blockbuster um because you, it was close to too. my house. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so Blockbuster. <laughs> Ah, oh, the best.
1: The Buster fam. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a lot of good memories from Blockbuster, but really I feel like I dodged a bullet with um, getting out of college. But then I found out that tons of famous people ended up graduating from, where I had, from Emerson, and yeah. I was like, did I actually miss something? And I thought that for a long time with my life, but ultimately I realize now that I didn't command enough of my life to make those decisions at that time, only because I wasn't thinking about it and didn't really even understand that that was an option and that my actions were under my own control in a way. Yeah. Yeah. just cuz you're, you know, or I was a dumb younger person, so lacking experience.
0: That's funny though because I do think that in hindsight I could have really stood to go to college later because I had no concept of yes, who I was or what I was hoping to do.
1: Thank you. <laughs> College is, is not for young kids, I don't think. Luckily, you can go back at any point, you know, you can't, but it does, like, gets in the way, so. But it's kudos. just the idea of,
0: you finished high school, now you mm-hmm. do this, mm-hmm. and I was 100% in that wave, and a lot of people are, I get that, yep. but I just, like, oh, well, no, that's what you do, and I did it, and I had no fucking idea, mm-hmm. none. I was clueless, like yeah. the
1: movie. <sighs> I wish it was like the movie. It was a little more know. like Donnie Darko or something, <laughs> wasn't that great of a result, Great movie, but not a great result.
0: My college experience was not a college experience, seemingly. I was there, and I did it, and I checked the boxes and I learned the things, Mm -hmm. and I got good grades, but it's like the educational system in general, I suppose, is that it's a lot of just you memorize a thing, and then, oh, you answer them correctly, so you know a thing, so you're ready for the future. I'm like, no, not at all. And don't worry, it's also really expensive, so that's perfect.
1: Oh, yeah, that's great. That part's great. (laughs) I do feel like, you know, sometimes that is essential. There's some things definitely you can learn in that fashion, but other things, if you're going to be a doctor, probably go to school for that. Don't just hang around the ER and kind of glean information, but in other instances, that's a perfectly fine way to go about your life, is just being like, I'm interested and I'm pursuing these interests in whatever kind of way that you're able to, you know, by watching TV and coming up with your own show or whatever the hell you're all about. Yeah,
0: Yeah, not everything is just you learn it in school and it's just all theoretical. It's like, it doesn't matter if you don't apply that to actual real-world experience and college isn't always great for that. And certainly doing like a mandatory one and a half month or whatever internship isn't also necessarily going to be the thing of like now it's real well, let's do it.
1: Prepared at this point alright. Now I do think trade schools are a wonderful thing and uh, we Absolutely. should definitely get behind those um, if you can learn any real world skills but I think also if you take a moment to think about all the things that you've accomplished especially you older folks and you younger folks out there just hang on you will have some experiences um, if you really think about how all of those things come together and form something that is your life like what direction you Can you take all of that stuff? For instance, I learned a lot of theater stuff. And although I'm not an actor and I don't write theater things, I find that the observation portions of it and... The just theater is training for life in general, you know. I feel mm. like I am better prepared to interact with strangers. I've been up to the state house and spoken in front of people up there, and I feel like the training that I had received at that point was beneficial beyond words, really. So you never know when all of these things are gonna become something that makes you happy that you did it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you don't know what experiences are invaluable, especially in the moment. In you know, one. You didn't even enjoy it that it was awful. And then you have time and context and you're like, I would not be me in any way without that. Mm-hmm. And that goes both ways. Sometimes
1: those experiences take a long time to get over and, you know, they're no pretty shit. awful. But keep working on that and you can find something on the other side.
0: Absolutely. I know you were furloughed during the situation and the job we mentioned. But now that you're at home, well, exponentially more than you were before, but what are you doing with that?
1: Hanging out at my house with my husband, making sure everything is under wraps as best as it can be with our own personal day to day life stuff. And we both have our creative outlet on our computers, and we have just been playing with stuff on that. So, I personally have been making a bunch of animated things since I'm not doing my job, which is like really detail oriented and it allows me to obsess over something. My husband bought me a new program where I am able to obsess over like different things. So, <laughs> I've just been doing that. Clicking buttons, finding out like. Like, what is this? And it's nice to have something new to experience and kind of work through and let my brain chew on that a little bit. But it's also nice to have something that is like kind of a fun and creative outlet. I haven't really done much that is shareable on this kind of medium I think the internet I guess Yeah. so it's, it's interesting and now it feels like so many people are stuck wherever they are at their house or wherever and I don't know it feels like I'm closer to people online now more than ever honestly and uh, it just I feels agree. like hanging out with people on the internet and um, making things that support whatever they're doing is giving me a great amount of joy so that's what I've been doing we had some <laughs> personal things that we had to take care of a couple of months ago and it felt like everything just kind of buttoned up and like, this is a whole new chapter of our life and it's just weird that it seems like everybody else is kind of on this journey as well. Yeah. So, I don't know, very selfish in it. It's hard to speak on behalf of literally everyone. I feel like I have no right to do that, but honestly, I feel like I'm part of everyone else's life at this point and yeah. I don't know, it feels weird and I feel close to people I've never met and um, it
0: feels good to just be a part of that. I completely agree. It's funny, that's the word that just comes to mind when I think about it. It's just, it's absolutely wild. It is so wild and the idea too that that it's all happening through a website and i i don't mean to minimize it because it's truly like i would be in such a bad way without the community and you and talking to everyone yeah truly i would be in bad 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 shape and i could not be more thankful for it
1: outside of my irl family and my husband like i talk to my husband every day but you are the first person that i have actually like talked to in months (laughs) 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 so that's been really nice honestly i feel like i should like do that more call my grandma but she's like got terrible dementia so you know it's good to like you can tell her anything you could tell her your deepest darkest secrets and she will literally forget in five minutes so there's that which is kind of nice but also it's like hard to keep filling the gaps (laughs) when you are the only one having the conversation so it's you know
0: it's a reminder too that even in a text based conversation which you can have plenty of connection in that but even that is just more of a stopgap than it is any kind of like one-to-one replacement same thing with seeing people in person obviously is but I do think that talking to people just like this goes a long way to kind of satiating that on some level
1: yeah it's weird like you don't know what's missing until you just get up there and do it again and that is what we were talking a lot about just getting out there and doing it whatever project you've got whatever idea You have just putting the gears to it and making some fruit. And I understand my position is a little different than everybody else's. Even though I did lose my job, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, in a month, that's terrifying. But I feel like at this point, kind of up over the hurdle of choking on anxiety about day to day life and actually being able to focus on something. In fact, if I feel like I don't focus on something, (laughs) yeah, I might explode. So
0: that is an interesting thing too, because I definitely feel like I've, relatively speaking, I guess as much as one can, adjusted to it to some degree Mm -hmm. to where I'm at least not as constantly numb to it as I was before I've kind of recalibrated around it again it just allows me to establish any semblance of control I can over my life within a completely helpless situation but it's also allowed me to focus a little bit more but also like what am I going to do with this time and Mm -hmm. trying to do fun things and projects and indulge like I could do this or that I've never done that try that and in that regard I do find new things exciting so I think that is a little bit of an oasis from all this (laughs)
1: A little bit. Very little bit. (laughs) A little bit.
0: (laughs) Speaking of talking about things that you're doing and different ways to adapt, what have you learned that might help other people? Anything?
1: Yeah, I have learned that sharing what I am doing has given people the opportunity to see what it is and encourage me to continue doing it. I have very little confidence in myself, even though, like, I know if I actually do something, it's going to be the best at whatever it is. Like, so I don't know if I'm like so full of confidence or so entirely lacking confidence. But anyways, get outside your own perspective. <laughs> get someone else's input on whatever it is you're doing. Stop pretending you're going to do it and just actually sit down and do it. Maybe it's shit, but who cares? Then you fucking stop working on it and then you don't have to think about it and you can do something else. So Being on Twitch a lot has helped me, to be completely honest with you. There's anything you could ever want there, from talk shows to brain rot, and I definitely indulged in a little bit of brain rot for a while, and I feel now that I uh, can string a sentence in my own brain together, so... Maybe get up and do something about it. So, a lot of people are out there making a lot of really good content, asking for people to submit their cool shit. So, if you've got cool stuff or things that you don't know if they're cool or whatever, just share it with somebody, you know? And a lot of people in our community, which hopefully broadens at this point, but the Slurp fam, the Bug fam, all yeah. of the people all over Twitch and Twitter, they really seem to be very nice, genuine people. So, yeah, just throw your ideas out there.
0: 100%. But I, I completely relate to what you're saying. It's that weird thing of, I know that air quotes the right way to do it or how much work I need to put into it or all that confidence, but then I still don't know if it's like, am I crazy? And then somebody might like it and you're like, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. But in the moment, I'm like, this is the way I need to do it. So there is an absolute confidence in it, but then also a lack of assurance, I suppose.
1: I recognize that it is a flaw in my own self to question the things that I have made. And also if I feel like I put something out there and I don't like get showered with praise, is it cool or not? Like it's really nice like I said to be working right next to my husband because he can just sit here and, and keep like looking over my shoulder oh my god oh that's terrible <laughs> he saw something on my screen last night and he was like what is happening so yeah. it's nice to get some instant feedback but if you don't have that just go ahead and throw it out there there are all kinds of freaks and weirdos out there if you are into something enough to draw it or write about it there are definitely people out there that are gonna read it absolutely and get into it
0: there's an audience for everything and yeah I definitely think that that to me is the thing that resonates the most and certainly does for this show is don't obsess over the thought of it. Just fucking do it. For <sighs> real. Just do it. I know that's so much easier said than done, but truly, just do it.
1: Yeah, try that. You
0: don't have to nail it the first time. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, get that done if you can. Anyway, so I fixed that problem. <laughs> cool. <laughs> So um, I'm just trying to ride the highs and um, work through the lows online, I suppose.
0: I think to your point, for the most part, my brain has kind of recovered from uh, being knocked off its axis for a minute. But there are also other days, like yesterday, my brain was like fucking mashed potatoes. It just felt like it, almost. Mm-hmm. It was so much so. And that's valid, too. I didn't enjoy it, but I also didn't freak out about it because I just know it's not the way it's <laughs> always going to be. And mm-hmm. it's okay to have off days, too, or off yeah, moments. Yeah, sure,
1: sure. You don't got to beat yourself up. And But I think if you put a little bit of effort behind stuff, If you had to slog through something yesterday, if your life depended on it, I'm sure you probably could have, but it's also okay to give yourself some space. I didn't do anything for like a day and a half. (laughs) Yeah. It's like not anything. I didn't even do a tweet. I was just like existing for some time that turned out to yeah. be a day and a half. And that's okay too. You know, it's like whatever.
0: That is an interesting dichotomy of there's all this uncertainty around us and it's anxiety inducing and it sucks and it's, ah, I just want to have the answers. But it's also okay to indulge that in your personal life of like it'll come back around. Just kind of ride their way about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Something I think about pretty frequently I was at this party and uh, this kid was walking by and he starts blabbing on about how teleporters, he can't trust him. And I was like, why? And why? And he's like, because, you know, there's no way to guarantee continuity. You're sucked in on one side and disassembled and reassembled out of something somewhere else. And he's obsessing over the details. And I'm like, look, man, it's easy. Just do whatever you're doing now to ensure continuity and it will be fine. So his fucking brain just completely broke and he just kind of looked at me and then walked away. And it's like, you know, nothing is really certain no. for real if you stop and think about it. So stop, stopping, and stopping. And- think about just doing stuff and just get it out of the way.
0: I completely agree. And I also do you think that it's not only, it's not necessarily that people are freaking out because they've lost control in this situation. It really just was they've lost the idea of control, the illusion of control.
1: And that's a tough freaking pill to swallow as
0: well. God, it no is. No one
1: wants to hear that surprise you didn't have control. No.
0: No. Look, it is all, I'm going to put it in a very scholarly way, it is all a mindfuck. We've all been like tilted off our axes and it's a lot to deal with, especially when you definitely had no time to even consider the idea of preparing for it. You know what I think I'm saying? There's no good time for a pandemic. Isn't that wild?
1: That's an acute observation.
0: Thank you. Do you have anything you want to plug, point people toward, inform them of?
1: I do hope everybody is following me on Twitter. I am at Velvet Loop with two zeros. And please check out some fun Twitch stuff. Fartzler, JackAM, Hot and Rich, WolfReaper54. There's so many good ones. de facto follow me on Twitter and then I'll fucking plug those Twitch streams there. So let's just do it. Get in the chat, throw up some emojis if you don't know what to say. If you're shy, you feel like you don't have a valid opinion on whatever is being said, then just put up an emoji. It's totally fine. We want to see you in the chat. 100%. Chat loves the streamers, and we love you, chat, so.
0: I'll throw out a few more. We got Bo Beezies is great. He's doing a lot of 90 Day Fiance, and that show is batshit shit crazy, and I love it. Also got Netflix Fan 2099. That's Mickey. She is awesome. Huge Joan fan. Haley
1: Ford, Shake and Bakey.
0: Yes. Manly Bidoof has one. The community has genuinely fucking fantastic Twitch streams. Absolutely. And podcasts, for that matter. Yeah. It really is just an embarrassment of riches. It's delightful. You know what? I'll piggyback off that. It's delightful.
1: Delightful. Thank you.
0: At Inquisitive Dick on Twitter. At S Discasting for the show. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Remember, you're doing great. You really are. There's no right way to do it. So don't beat yourself up if you have an off day, off moment, whatever the case may be. It's fine. Just be kind to yourself. I'm around if you need me. Hope you're okay. Goodbye. Bye.